welcome to the Chi Podcast, where we talk everything spirituality, health, and wisdom. This is Jeremy C from Chi Coaching, and you're listening to the Chi Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Chi Podcast. I'm going to do this a little bit more segmented, shorter, and concise, so hopefully this is enjoyable to listen to. This particular podcast will be about authenticity and vulnerability and I'd like to start off by describing my current situation where I'm working in blue collar heavy industry and not particularly my area of comfort, not easy to be vulnerable in and not easy to be authentic in. And the interesting thing that I've found is when I've gone into it, I've definitely tried to act how I believe people in that industry behave. So you can think of the typical blokey like, yeah, g'day mate, how are you? That's definitely the persona I've been trying to bring to it. And if you've been listening to my podcast, watching my content, you can probably gather that that's not who I truly am. Now, I guess in my mind, I felt like Behaving this way will allow me to survive in this industry, to make the money, to be my authentic self. Yes, you can see how the ego and false self structures things in a very logical, sensical way that can make sense at the time. However, once you go through the experience, you can see how it doesn't serve you. And the way it doesn't serve me, in hindsight, is you can only act as a certain version of yourself for so long and it requires a lot of energy so there's going to be a time frame on which you can uphold that role and when I get tired at work when I just get sick of behaving that way I drop the act and I'm sure whether consciously or subconsciously my colleagues fellow workers note that And realize that there's an inauthenticity to how I'm behaving. And probably so in me even trying to act the way I think they are. They might note, ah, he's trying to be one of us. And in that, I've given away my power. And that's definitely led them to perhaps not dislike me. I think that I'm liked, but I'm not respected because I'm not living my truth. I also find that it's very hard for me to relate and the way that a bond has been formed is through banter, namely directed at me. And I must say it's been a truly humbling experience working like this where I'm copying a lot of shit, shall we say, on a daily basis and... Getting, how to say it in a, I don't want to frame it too negatively because it's done with much jest um, and I find it amusing and I can see their amusement. However, being torn down frequently throughout the day with little reassurance definitely requires one to have a great sense of certainty in their own self and to remain grounded in knowing that they know who they are. Um, 
fortunately, I can say that I have done that. And the interesting thing is, this is perhaps my third or so time return to heavy industry and in a working away role where I'm working a lot of hours with someone. And I have brought more of my true self to the workplace each time. So I don't think this is my final form. I think there'll probably be another time away and perhaps another time back where I can be so grounded in who I am, so unabashedly me that I return and I go, yeah, this is who I am. And whether I'm respected or not for it won't matter because I'll just be true to myself. He hopes. So that's been a little bit of the journey. Um, as far as my sights for the future, I was very, very keen on van life, um, hoping to save enough to do a proper, proper van conversion, Mercedes Sprinter late 2015 model, off-grid solar, tiny home type thing. Um, that would probably require me to work for a good nine months from now and whether the work is there or whether my ability to do it for that long is there is yet undetermined. However, I have had a bit of a change of possibilities that Thailand, going to Koh Phangan, doing some work away as a photographer and um, digital marketer in, say, a Muay Thai gym and using the free time to write some content get that book together that I've been wanting to, get my coaching practice um, a bit more established. Probably not, I don't really want to go all out on coaching, you know, three clients a week would be great um, and just keep it capped at that and have enough money to basically have plenty of free time and support my well-being. And over in Thailand, in Koh Yang, there's actually one of the best masseuses I've been to and reasonably priced. So, there's a lot of things that align there, and that brings me to my next focuses. I'm going to look into getting a proper professional camera and laptop worthy of video editing, and then I can really take the show on the road, because at the moment a desktop computer for video editing is quite limiting in what I can do with that. So anyway, the way I like to approach these possibilities is... Let's say I can save $10,000. That would be a short trip to Thailand. If I can save 20000 it will potentially be Van or Thailand. And then basically as it goes on from there, I'll expand my possibilities up to the Van. However, I am quite drawn to Thailand. So there's that. So another time with me being authentic um, this is actually related to kind of narcissistic things and I feel like there's a real trend towards labeling people, oh, they're a narcissist and really shoving them into that box and dehumanizing them. Now, I think more often than not, all of us can display narcissistic tendencies where we're focused on ourselves and not putting the priorities of others ahead of us and whenever we put ourselves first that can come off as such um, admittedly 
I'm actually trying to work on doing that more. Um, and perhaps many of you listening are in the same category. But there can be, in the empath side of things, quite a tendency to really, um, yeah, judge people as narcissists and look at it quite negatively. However, I've come to realize that whether true narcissists, whether true narcissists or not, they do provide a very valuable service to us empaths. And that's that they are so focused on themselves that they aren't going to be aware of where your healthy amount of energy is going to be capped at. So basically, the way I like to see a true narcissist is someone that's cut off from source energy, someone that isn't connected to the light. So when they see you, you're a source of fuel, of food to them. And they latch on and they can feel themselves being nourished by your positivity, your energy. And they try and really create a connection where they can consume your energy. And what can often happen with narcissists is their trauma is so deep that it's a bottomless pit. You can give them all the money, all the love, all the energy psychic or whatever form it may come in but it's essentially a bottomless pit and there'll be no amount that you can give them that will fulfill them and they'll be like oh thank you it will just be ever consumed and the problem for the empath is we want to give and we want to heal so we can often give so much that we actually drain ourselves and completely deplete ourselves now in a less aware form we might go that person took all my money, they took all my energy, they gave me no love back. However, when we take responsibility, we can see that it was us giving them that. They didn't take it from us. And there's a point where we have to recognize that it's no longer healthy for us to continue to give. Now, there's someone in my life from back in the day um, in a previous life, shall we say, that ended up owing me some money and a few thousand dollars, and he never paid it back. And cheeky as he is, every few six months, every year, he'll call me, hey man, I've, you know, changed my life. Um, Can you lend me a hundred dollars and I'll pay you back 150 next week? And I've been like, pretty strong in saying no but that hasn't stopped him trying for several years surprisingly however this last time it sounded like he turned a corner and to be honest I like to give people a chance and I like to just really out of truly out of curiosity see the depth of their character are you just saying this or have you truly changed because um, honestly self-growth is so important to me that I'd be willing to stake $100 just to see if someone has grown enough to have changed. Admittedly, them needing the money probably indicates they haven't, but I did do this. And then what the typical modus operandi, the MO of this person would be to borrow a small amount, pay it back, build trust, 
and then increase the amounts and pay back, you know, two thirds and then, oh, and then he'd feel like he'd have leverage. Oh, you know, I've got $50 that you want back now. Can I borrow more? And try and get you pot committed, so to speak, so that you felt like, oh, now if I don't lend him money, he's not going to pay me back the other stuff. And yeah, it was interesting that the he tried to do that and I just was like, no. And he tried a lot of manipulation tactics. And I came to this point where I was like, I end up just turning off my phone and I saw 34 missed calls. And I was like, you know what? This person's welfare is not my responsibility. My heart goes out to anyone and everyone. I can't see any I can't can't stand to see anyone suffering. However, when someone is putting me in that position where it's like, well, I'm on the street now because of you, I can't take that responsibility. And I had to come to this place of acceptance that this may be a journey that he needs to go through. Um, where otherwise it would have just drained me of all my resources and then I wouldn't be able to help many others. So I've had this happen a few times over the years where there'll be one person deep in chaos, in negativity, and they'll really latch on to me. And I give my time of day to anyone and I truly do give my energy to its fullest However, I've come to realize that you have to quickly recognize when it serves someone, when it serves you, and what the point is where you've got resources, energy, money, whatever it is that you're willing to donate. And that can be especially hard with psychic energy where let's say you're just talking to someone like, hey, you know, going through their problems and then it's getting to a point where they're not making any progress um, it can be quite difficult to not become engaged in a just a listening role where you're taking all of their stuff and they're dumping it on you. And that's where boundaries really come in and speaking your truth and saying, hey, this is making me feel this way. I can't continue if this is the way. And really knowing within yourself what energy you have to give and where your boundaries are. So I'm going to close out there. Um, Hit me up if you have any points of interest that you came from with this and there'll probably be a few more segmented pieces coming with different thoughts and whatnot. So I hope you're all well and this is Jezza. Thanks for listening and if you're new to the Chi Podcast, be sure to reach out to me on Instagram and follow me at chi.coaching.com one 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 and yeah i look forward to building a conscious community where we're all helping each other grow until then this is jeremy c